Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. An instigated vision from the Holy Spirit creates more of the unknown. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. I want to talk to you about the trouble with vision today. And I'm sure you're going to appreciate this uh, insight and uh, personal experience. I think it may bear witness with you and help you identify some vision stirrings maybe that you've had in the past or that God is doing in your life. I want to read from Genesis 15, first couple verses there, okay? After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision saying, Do not fear, Abram. I am a shield to you. Your reward shall be very great. And here's what Abram answered. O God, who will you give me since I am childless and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus? And let's put this in context. The reason that Abram, not yet Abraham, was seeking the Lord was he had nobody to receive his vast inheritance. Abraham was a very wealthy man at this point. So when the vision of the Lord comes to him and shows him something, uh, the angel of the Lord responds by saying, A, do not fear. Let me say this to you. A really instigated vision by the Holy Spirit is one that will cause you to have to resist fear because this kind of vision creates more of the unknown. See, when we think of vision, we think of things being clarified. And I'll separate vision into two categories. Inspired vision that comes from the outside. You know, we're seeking God, we're studying, we're leaning, we're learning, and vision is birthed in our heart. And that's that's genuine. That That's absolutely authentic. Then there's instigated vision, where God just doesn't direct you. He literally redirects you. And at that moment, there are more unknown things than there are known things, which is kind of opposite when we think about vision. Daniel said in Daniel, the eighth chapter, you read it about his vision. He said it exhausted him and made him sick. Boy, don't you want to have a vision like that? In other words, it so turned his life upside down because God was redirecting. God was inspiring something in him. In the book that uh, of mine that was just released entitled The God Who Intervenes, in chapter seven of that book, I talk about the God who troubles your waters. And uh, you can read all about it, but I'll just give you a little bit of understanding of it. So this was early in our ministry. And uh, honestly, things could not have been going better. We were in a great place. God was doing great things. I was pretty sure I was living half in heaven, wonderful, wasn't looking for any more. And I had an encounter with the Lord that was totally redirecting me. And I asked the Lord, God, why are you troubling these waters? Why are you stirring up something? Why are you doing something? Now, Inspired vision, that which comes from the inside of you, okay, again, that brings clarity. It brings focus. But instigated vision 
is something that sometimes you've really got to hang on to because you're not going to know how it works until you get around the corner, as is the case with Abraham right here, or Abram as it were. So Abram doesn't know this, but God, up until this time, but God has promised him now that you're going to have a son, and this uh, you're not going to have to leave your inheritance to uh, somebody or something else. So this vision is what sustains Abraham years later when he's got to put Isaac on the altar. I want you to think about that. God planted a vision in him years before, redirecting him, supernaturally invading his life, so that when Abram got to that point, when Abraham now gets to that point of having to put Isaac on the altar, because that vision has so redirected him, he's a, he was able to build on that. He was able to move in that. He was able to grow in that. And I think this is really, really important for us to understand. You know, that internal vision, that inspired vision, you know, that's a vision of the preferred future. Uh, it's a vision that compels obedience. It's uh, a vision that increases your ability to call people to follow you. It's a vision that gives you uh, more clarity and understanding. It's a vision that should propel you to seek God. And the instigated vision where God speaks to you supernaturally, when I say instigated, I mean supernaturally interrupts you. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Not even like the natural spiritual consequence of things and the process of God, of how it works, but, but of a divine interruption. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have those factors. And it, it, more, it stirs you up. It troubles you so that it can move you to a place that you would have never been making a decision. You would have never had the grace to, to make because God is instigating you. God is moving you off of a place, okay, uh, and redirecting you. And it's important to understand. In Numbers, the 12th chapter, I like what it says here about the nature of vision. When you read Numbers 12, 6, it says, uh, this is after the Lord came down in the, in the pillar of fire and everything. And in verse 6, he said, Now hear my words. Is there a prophet among you, I the Lord, if there's a prophet among you, I the Lord shall make myself known to him in a vision, and I will speak to him in a dream. But he says, but with Moses, he said, uh, you know, I'm going to speak with him uh, face to face. And later he goes, that he speaks to him in verse 8, and very openly, and not in dark sayings. <laughs> okay, so God wants to give us vision so that uh, he can speak to us, not just in dark sayings. Later in the book of Numbers, uh, when he is reflecting on some of these things, actually it's another prophet. Now remember the story of, of Balaam and Balak and Balak trying to buy off uh, uh, Balaam and 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 prophesies to him or tries to buy him off with money. In verse 4 of Numbers 24, he says, The oracle of him who hears the words of God, who sees the vision of the Almighty. So the vision is designed to hear the words of the Lord. Okay? 
So vision and hearing, hearing and vision always go together. I mean, it's, it's show and tell when the Lord is working. Amen. Now, I like what verse 16 says here. Listen to this of this same chapter, number 24. The oracle of him who hears the words of God and knows the knowledge of the Most High, who sees the vision of the Almighty, the knowledge of the Most High. When God instigates a vision, not just an inspired vision, but the instigated vision, the the vision where God interrupts you, it's not just about direction. It's about God revealing who he is. When God gave Abram that vision, it wasn't just so that Abram would have somebody to give his inheritance to. It was God revealing himself that God was looking for a father in the earth. He was looking for the head of a tribe, that God wanted to make a covenant with somebody. God was revealing himself. And so one of the ways that you know vision can be tested and vision can be embraced is that God wants to reveal not just a what. Hear me here. God doesn't want just to reveal a what. He wants to reveal a who, and the who is him. In other words, there shouldn't just be detail with the vision. Uh, there should be a seeking to understand who God is. And when I went through that time in my life, in chapter 7, the God who troubles the waters, I begin to understand not just what God wanted to do, but I begin to understand in a greater way, after being in ministry for several years, of who God was. And that impartation at that time was probably the key thing that throughout the years has enabled me I guess what somebody would say from the outside looks like a risk taker, but from inside, it was it was a reasonable response to the Holy Spirit because I didn't just know what God was doing. I understood who he was and how we gave him glory. So there is a vision that troubles you. Maybe you have a vision right now that's troubling you. Maybe God has put something out there before you that just seems like unattainable or almost seems unpractical. This is a time where you seek the who, not just the what. Daniel got sick, but he got revived and he figured out who God was. And he came to the conclusion that God was restoring the kingdom and it gave him power to stand for that. Amen. You know what? If God troubles your waters, they're the only waters you want to be in. I love the calm water times. I love the Psalm 23 times, but there's a time where God troubles your waters, and that's not a bad time. And usually it's a time that's going to take some years to see the fulfillment of that. But it's part of who God is because he just doesn't direct us. He redirects us sometimes. Hey, this is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. If you haven't gotten a copy of my book, I'd encourage you to grab a copy and get it off the NRP webpage. Uh, Buy it, share it with somebody. I'm sure it will be a blessing. Uh, Look forward to being with you again soon. Today, Keith had a discussion about vision that troubles. An instigated vision stirs you up and troubles you so that it can move you to a place you would never have been, making a decision you would never have had the grace to make because God is instigating you and moving you from where you are and revealing more of who He is. 
Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.